Listening to the OmniTalk Fast Five podcast, brought to you in partnership with Microsoft, the AM Consumer and Retail Group, Takeoff, Sezzle, and Silk. The OmniTalk Fast Five podcast is the podcast that we hope makes you feel a little smarter, but most importantly, a little happier each week, too. Today is December 8th, 2022. I'm your host, Ann Mazinga. And I'm Chris Walton. And we are here once again to discuss all the headlines making waves in the world of omnichannel retailing. Yeah, and, and Nora, this is where we do the review part of the show. And yeah. you, this week, we've got a really, really unique review, probably the most unique review of all time, because you went down an AI rabbit hole oh, yes. with this new thing called the Chat GPT bot yes. that I guess you told me has gone viral this week. Yeah, I must like be a million, living under a there's rock. There's like a million downloads that this. happened this week. But, I'm sure everybody listening is familiar and has read all the, like, memes on Twitter and like all the other stuff that's out there but yeah but I hadn't heard about it you texted me about it this morning yes. and I was like and you and I both were like we got to talk about this because you asked the AI bot one specific question yes and then what you got back kind of blew your mind and mine as well yeah I mean I was I've seen like do a haiku all these other things like right. minimal things but I was like all right I want you chat AI bot to create a rap lyric based on Ann Mazinga and Chris Walton. Like, yeah. what will it, what will it do? This Chris is what I said. And I think we need to record this track, not me, but I think we need somebody to record this track for our new intro like, music. Like a cameo or something. Yes. Yes. That's yes, a good idea. Absolutely. So here, Omni really Talk listeners idea. is what the chatbot said back. And Mazinga and Chris Walton on the mic, spitting fire, making hits, what a sight. They're the retail experts giving us the lowdown on the latest trends and how to turn your business around. They're the dynamic duo, always on the grind, giving us the insights we need to stay ahead of the times. From e-commerce to brick and mortar, they've got it all. Ann and Chris, they're the real MVPs, y'all. So if you want to stay on top of the game, make sure to tune in to OmniTalk Retail fame. Ann and Chris, they're the ones to beat in the world of retail. They're the elite. Boom. Mic drop. That is so awesome. My God. They a, nailed it. A robot it came a up robot with that in, how long? in three how seconds. Long? Three seconds. That's like, insane. Beep, 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 beep. Like the little dots that you're waiting for for a text back and boom, they spit that hot fire. That is nuts. I love your idea too about getting that somehow recorded for us because that's that's the bomb. And now you, everyone's going to go do this exact same thing. We've got a few hip hop artists in, in, in Minneapolis. I mean, yeah. I feel like we could maybe convince one of them to like- or get some like '80s wannabe that's like had a one-hit wonder on Cameo to do it too, perhaps. That, which is totally our brand. Perhaps yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll yeah, it we'll out. we'll work it out. We'll we'll figure it out. Stay tuned. You have any ideas or you have anything else we should look up? Like, do yourself a favor this weekend or for the holidays. Can you imagine what a fun like party trick this is going to be for the holidays? Yeah. I love it. You know what else happened to me? Real quick, real fun story because we're like last shows of the year. We're coming in the home stretch. We put the video of our Tarbucks, our, our Tarbox, our Target Starbucks pickup experience on, mm -hmm. on YouTube this week. And it was really fascinating because one person in social media commented, oh my God, I'm in the exact parking stall watching your video as I'm trying to get my my Target pickup order. Like that is like the most meta thing that's ever happened that's like to me Inception. in my life. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it was oh nuts. my God. So shout out to that person. And uh, who was it, Chris? 
It was Michelle Malashak, former colleague at Target. Shout out to Michelle. It was great. It was it's such a cool experience. Like I, that's just something that just doesn't happen. So I wanted to talk about it. Michelle, you are the Leo DiCaprio <laughs> of our Omnitalk Retail Inception right now. We love it so much. Keep keep it coming. Keep, keep bringing it. it and keep writing us those reviews. We love it. We love reading them. It yes. makes us feel so good each and every week. All right, Ann, let's get to the headlines let's today. Let's do it. All right, today's Fast Five headlines are brought to you with the help and support of Manifest. Manifest, the Who's Who's Conference and Supply Chain, is January 31st to February 2nd in Las Vegas. And OmniTalk fans, don't forget, you can still save $200 on your registration by heading to Manifest slash OmniTalk. That's M-A-N-I-F-E dot S-T slash OmniTalk. In today's Fast Five, we've got news on Macy's launching FitMatch's mobile fit technology in 10 stores, Walmart CEO Doug McMillan claiming theft is a becoming a big problem at Walmart. The Houston Galleria Mall partnering with a company called Drop It so that you never have to carry another shopping bag with you while you shop at the mall. McDonald's new test store concept that puts mobile order ahead front and center of its design. But first we take off with what could be, could be, emphasis on could be, big news out of Amazon this week. And what are your thoughts? What yes. is the headline? Yes. All right. Headline number one, Chris. According to Progressive Grocer, Community Groceries out of Kansas City has recently agreed to license both Amazon's Just Walk Out technology along with the Amazon One Palm payment system. The store is set to open on December 16th next week and marks the first time any U.S. grocer has licensed either one of the two technologies from Amazon. Chris. Yes. Big news. I mean, I thought so. You think it's big news? Yeah. I I, I think it's potentially big news. I think I still think it's it's like it's important. It's, it registers on the Richter scale. Okay. Of the evolution of checkout free retailing sure. by way of just walk out or computer vision technology. But I think you have to ask two questions first to understand how big it is. Yep. One, how big is the store? Mm-hmm. And two, was the store a retrofit or was it like a, a new faux build. new build or something like yeah. that, right? Even like a new build versus a faux new build, like did they shut it down? So according to Retail Dive, it sounds like the store existed previously mm-hmm. and was closed with plans to reopen on the 16th. Yep. And my sources have confirmed that that's exactly what happened. Okay. So the bigger question to me is how big is this store yes. actually? Now, my sources tell me that the store is about 2,000 square feet as well. So roughly that's the size of a quick trip convenience style yes. operation where Amazon is already licensing this tech as well. So to me, the announcement isn't as big when you put that lens on it. Yeah, that was missing from the headline. Yeah, but it's it's the first step, right, mm-hmm. of going 10,000 square feet plus right. and doing a retrofit like we know some of the other providers are able to do in the marketplace. That's what I still want to see from Amazon. That's what's missing relative to some of the competitors in this space. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's important. It's the yeah. first grocer to sign up, but I'm not going to get carried away with this as some of the headlines were having me try to do. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that... Those are all very smart and important points to be looking for, like any of these stories. Like we we say this every time a Just Walk Out technology or a a cashierless checkout technology store launches. Like those are the key things you have to look at. How long did the store have to shut down for if Mm -hmm. it did? If it was a retrofit, like what are the implications of installing that? I think that this could be a win-win for some of these smaller grocers. 100%. I think that Amazon's technology is tried and true. It's going to be easy to plug in. You know, you have the backing of Amazon. I think it's kind of like comparable to like the days of Amazon just bringing small business yep. reta- small businesses onto their their yep. e-commerce site where, you know, they make it relatively easy to offer this and you have a lot of these small town grocers who are plagued with you know, labor issues more mm-hmm. so than others, operating hours, like they just, they they need support to help and run their business. And this makes it really easy for them to do. Also like 
if you're a small town grocer or convenience store provider, like you're not going out and sourcing like who has the best checkout free technology. Like you have to spend right. every day. Like these are mom and pop yeah. businesses. You're spending right. every day trying Great to figure point. out just how to keep the store open. Um, so I think that like it or not, Amazon is an easy option for them to go with. They don't have to do like an RFP process or be an expert in this area. It's like plug and play. We can do it. We're seeing some other retailers too start to do this. Um, aisle 24 in Canada, Kathleen Douglas, Miranda and I were talking about mm. this from Grocery Dive. That, and they're, it's a family business. Like mm-hmm. they're a fam- they owned a family convenience store yeah. and they're, the next generation is trying to figure out like, how do we automate this entire experience? Mm-hmm. What are the options? So I think that, again, this is going to be something that we start to see a lot of those smaller grocers express interest in. I don't think we're going to see it at the larger regional levels or, or certainly not from any larger retailers. That's, that's interesting. Yeah, it'll take more time for sure. That's interesting too because it brings up something we'll probably talk about in the last last headline with McDonald's too, which is like you're seeing innovation now start to happen out of necessity yes. for how the business models are working. And that's, that's your point about the small businesses needing it more so than ever yeah. is really key. So Amazon smartly well positioned as always to play that game relative to other people. All right. Headline number two, FitMatch has launched its patented shape-based fit solution in 10 high volume stores. According to a company press release, and those that follow Omni talk closely will know this because we've had the CEO Hanif Brown on our podcast and that is to experience FitMatch, a shopper completes a body scan with the assistance of a store colleague using a device equipped with LiDAR technology. The entire process is private and the resulting avatar is completely anonymized. Yes. FitMatch's patented algorithm then analyzes the shopper's unique body shape to precisely match them with product matches in recommended sizes and styles that have proven to fit their digital twin. And... Yes. I'm going to play this headline a little bit differently this week because you have actually tried the FitMatch technology in person in Las Vegas. Yep. So I have a number of questions for you today. Okay, let's do it. Not just one, but first, I want to know, do you like this move from Macy's? Okay. And then two, if you compare it to other Fit technologies that you've tried, what do you think are the watchouts for both Macy's and for FitMatch in order for this deployment to be successful in the long run? Okay, so first question, do I like this move from Macy's? I do think that this is going to provide a more positive experience for Macy's customers. If, if. Big, okay, if, big if, all right. the store associate can be staffing that. Like that's, that's, I think, the number one problem. Again, it's like with every Macy's stories we've, we've covered in the last few weeks, it's like, Macy's, good idea, but like, do you have the backbone to support this technology being successful in your stores? And so this will require, I mean, when I was at Savage by Fenty, they had, you know, six associates Mm -hmm. in the fitting room who are on you. Like it's a small store. I mean, the Macy's broad apartment is large. So I think it's like one, you don't have to worry about as much about the training, which is nice. Like, so they don't have to be like expertly trained. It's really Mm -hmm. easy to pick up and use, but like, are you going to have enough associates to man the counter, the checkout counter to be in the fitting rooms? Like that's going to require an overhaul and and staffing for this to be successful. Which is a great point because they've tested this so far in 10 high volume stores that was specifically called out in the news reports on this. Yes. And your staffing in a high volume store is very different than your average run mill other 500 Macy's stores throughout the country. 100%. And that's where I think that what Hanif talked about when I interviewed him at Savage by Fenny will come into play where the next step for this technology is for you know the individual, you and I, to be able to take it to our homes like you can do with the Victoria's Secret 
fit technology where I can do it in my own fitting room inside Macy's. Like yep. that's, I think where we'll have to get to for this to scale to the rest of the Macy's and to be successful. But the other important thing that I think is important is it also requires that Macy's inventory is like well right. organized that they know exactly what's right. in the store because that's something that again it's much easier to do in a smaller you know specialty retail store like Savage by Fenty where you know exactly what you have like you don't have hundreds of stores across the country or an online experience that picks from one warehouse exactly exactly and I think yeah. that's another thing where like I don't want to have to mm. dig through racks on yeah. racks on racks in the Macy's lingerie department once I know like that that's not helping the experience so there's a lot of ifs around this for me I love Hanif and Fitmatch. I think it's the technology is solid. I think it's just the execution will be really critical here for for Macy. Interesting. I'm glad I asked those questions that way. That was really great. Like I, 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 you know, for me, when I hear you talk like that, to me, it's almost a deal breaker to me for Macy's for this in the long run if the employee has to be involved for those reasons. Fair, and the inventory fair. part is brilliant. Like never even thought of that. Like that's a really potential hang up for this as it goes out potentially nationally so i know hanif listens to the show too so i hope he's treading carefully here that would be my one word of caution not putting too many eggs in the basket on the macy's rollout and still focusing on situations that are more ideal for this to work in the long run as it's currently devised and concocted but we'll check out those macy's stores i gotta go check it out that's another i love i love me a fit match situation so like i'll go into we'll we'll be heading to those stores not that we need more work at nrf but that actually is one we should put on our (laughs) nrf watch list for sure all right headline number three according to cnbc walmart ceo doug mcmillan recently said that rising theft at Walmart could lead to price increases and store closures. Uh, speaking on Squawk Box, McMillan said, theft is an issue. It's higher than what it has historically been, end quote. <laughs> McMillan's remarks also came on the heels of Target reporting last month that shoplifting has jumped about 50% year over year, leading to more than $400 million in losses in just this fiscal year alone. Chris, this is also AM's put you on the spot question. Ooh. Going to you again for the second week in a row. Good pick. They want to know. They say it's interesting, though perhaps not surprising, giving tighter consumer wallets nowadays that we're seeing retailers use theft as a key driver of economic performance. Mm. Other than increased law enforcement, Mm. what do you see, which is what Doug McMillan said in the interview multiple times, we partner with local law enforcement. What do you see as some progressive actions and potential tech investments that retailers should be considering to reduce the potential impact of theft? Wow, that's that's a really awesome question. Mm-hmm. Again, consistently bringing it every week. We thank A and M team so much for that. Before I answer that question, though, I want to say first a couple things just about the announcement in general. That one, I'm a little skeptical here because I think McMillan is trying to seed some down news about holiday potentially with this announcement. I'm curious about that. There's At smoke. Least, There's my, smoke in here. My, yes, my ears are ringing, but. Because it seems like it could be a page out of the new retailers Wall Street set expectations low playbook, particularly because Target, as you said, did the very same thing. And also there was a report this week from Placer AI Mm -hmm. that, interestingly, Walmart's store traffic was down 5% on Black Friday. Hmm. And there's also been a lot of questions in the media and people we've been talking to about the whole report that they won Black Friday searches to. That's starting to sound a little dubious as well. And so for me, the question I have is, what is actually driving the theft? Is it smash and grabs, and is it more self-checkout activity, which is more prone to like theft, which could be intentional theft or non-intentional theft? Yep. You know, we just we just don't know. So without more detail, to me, it's kind of careless mm-hmm. to make statements like this, in my opinion. So is theft a growing issue? Probably sure. But is it a reason to raise prices and close stores? 
across full-size Walmarts? Yeah. I kind of doubt that. I'm guessing that you do too. So back to the question then. Yeah. All what, right. What do you think about A&M's question? So back to the question. What would I do about it? If I, t- if I believe all the smoke and mirrors here and I say, okay, what am I going to do about it? Here's what I do. Number one, I'm a big believer in controlled entry and exit points. Yep. The cost and the math it would take, and I did it this morning, to staff one or two people at the entrances of, say, a Target or a Walmart during peak hours would be worth it if you believe the numbers being thrown around, like $400 million. Incremental. That's incremental mm-hmm. dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Say nothing to the fact that I think it could lead to better consumer experiences down the road via yeah. scan-and-go checkout situations. Yeah. So I asked the question, like, why can't every Target or Walmart be designed like a Costco's or Sam's at entry and exit? Totally Especially agree. if already Walmart has Walmart Plus starting to come into play. Is that really a reason for me to shop somewhere else because I have a controlled entry and exit point? I think it's worth the thought exercise. Like, yeah. how much does that experience change your opinion of a Walmart or Target? I mean, Walmart None. had greeters for years. I agree. I don't Zero. think it changes my. I mean, at Costco's all. not having any issue. Right. Sam's Club's not having any issue. Like, what? Right. What could be? What could you possibly have a problem with at that? Like, maybe a. I guess there's the short, the longer distance to an entrance or exit or parking or something, but. I mean, you have to wait to get out, I guess. But like, come on. I mean, I don't. I think it's worth experimenting, especially if you have a, a store in an area where this is an issue. Yes. And then the second thing I'd say is computer vision. Yep. I think people should be at least looking at it for monitoring self checkouts mm-hmm. um, and your high theft items on shelf immediately. Yep. Yep. Like, call the likes of the Everscenes of the world who are working with Kroger on that. You know, look deploying computer vision at self checkout to alert people when there is theft, both incidental. Yep. And intentional yep and you know who we haven't heard anyone complain about who hasn't complained about theft who kroger i haven't heard one word from kroger complaining about theft at least from my memory not saying and that they, they still haven't. sell razors and other liquor they and all the other locked just items like everyone yeah. else so those yeah. are my two things controlled entry and exits computer vision that's what i would do but what do you think i do think the numbers that are being reported are startling like targets up 50 theft is up 50 percent. but the other question that i have about this reporting and the Squawk Box interview, I'm sorry, but Doug McMillan, that that was this this is being blown up into such a big headline from like basically two sound bites from Doug McMillan where he said the same thing over and over again. Yeah. But I guess I'm curious, like, does this also include online theft? Because we haven't heard it. Like, remember when we interviewed Signified's Bennett? He was talking to us just about like the curbside pickup and like all the theft that's happening there and like is that inclusive of this or is it just the smash and grabs that you're talking about like i feel like we have to get more granular it's a great like, point i'm assuming which, it doesn't but i don't know which areas we're talking about here but i totally agree with you to answer AM's question i think single entry and exit points more rfid That's tagging on products yeah. i think more showrooming like looking at what best buy is doing and some of these other stores like does it make sense for you to showroom or uh, also to have more locker pickup like how are you is there right. is there ways that you can still make a convenient shopping experience for people but like it doesn't have to be going into the store and like you just have more control over who and what is happening in the stores yeah um, and last point i'll make yeah i went to our local walmart because i tried to test walmart curbside pickup this week curbside it, pickup and returns right? and returns sorry yes walmart returns i did curbside pickup that works yeah Returns did not. Did not. So I spent a giant portion of really my hard to make Sunday in the line at yeah. the Walmart, which was right across from the Walmart has a fully staffed police 
department there, like a satellite police yeah. office. There was four officers that were fully staffed there, two squads parked outside, yeah. like, and they are there all the yeah, time. That's the holidays. So I have a hard time when Doug McMillan's like, we just got to increase law enforcement. Like, you got a police station in right. your store. Like, how much more the, can you be doing? Yeah, here? the marginal effort of that's not going to work very much. I hear what you're saying. But again, it goes to the point. Like, why wouldn't you start experimenting with these things in those areas? At least in my It's got to be less opinion. expensive than having a police station in front of the store. Yeah. I don't know. Although, who's fitting the bill for that, too, yes, is another right. question. All right. We, now Which, we went down a rabbit why hole. Walmart, why he got on the political stump for that, too. Yeah, right. All right. Number four. Headline number four. Believe it or not, we're at headline number four. The Houston Galleria is now offering a hands-free shopping service that will allow customers to shop bag-free at participating stores within its mall. According to KPRC2 out of Houston. I feel like we need a ding like ding, 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 ding. <laughs> KPRC Houston. <laughs> I love doing this show with you. The service is powered by DropIt and it can be downloaded through the DropIt app or requ- also requested with an associate to collect their bags for delivery to their home or to their hotel. Shoppers can also request to pick up their bags before they leave the Galleria. A number of retailers, including Aveda, Lululemon, Chico's, Aero Postan, about 20 or so others have already signed up to be part of this service. And my question to you is, what do you think of this idea? Would you love to be able to shop a mall without ever carrying a single bag from one store to another? I may be leading the witness on that question, but I'm curious what your thoughts are. Yeah, of course. But this is not new. Like package pickup has been around since the days I was a child going downtown with my grandma to Dayton's and we would shop. And she was the queen of package pickup. She was like the OG. She would just be like... All right, we're getting you this dress. We got your shoes. Send it to package pickup. You pull out like this. What's old is new again. Okay, they're like making it cool. Common theme on this show, right? But I, I do like to see more momentum in this category. I mean, we saw Sam's Club doing this within the last year, where you're shipping from, like you can scan in store and ship it directly to your home. So I think it makes sense for those large and bulky items, especially for people shopping in the holidays. Um, I would love to actually see this in grocery, which doesn't make a lot of logistical sense. It's never going to happen. But like for those people who do want to pick their avocados, like if you could just go to the grocery store and then they deliver it to your house, like you shop and do all the stuff instead of just driving around the corner to pick up your oh, groceries. That's like interesting. if I could be like, I still want to do my grocery shopping, but I have like 10 more errands to run. Yeah. Can you just store this and huh. then deliver it to my house from like two to four this afternoon? Right. And then I'll meet you there. I don't have to unload it from my car. Like, especially for like elderly people, yeah. I think that could make a lot of sense so that's interesting i i like the idea i think it's just you have to make sure that it's going to be easy for people to do like downloading another app i think is is probably this still the test phase the drop it app but i think once it starts to get integrated more into like the malls general like here's i'm going to the galleria here are all the things yeah. you know it's just got to be worked into that whole like interaction with the space that you're shopping those are really great points too and jesus uh like yeah, the whole old is new theme. Like, yeah, you're right. Like, it's existed before. Why can't it exist again? Yeah. Especially yeah. the pickup side of this. That's yeah. my thing, too, is like, I don't even know why I'd focus on delivery right now. I'd just be focused on pickup because mm-hmm. that's so much easier to do from a cost perspective right. and probably easier to pull off logistically. Right. And your point about grocery, like, why don't you do that? Like, we have a store right here in town where, yeah, they, they'll, like, I go through the check lane, they'll bag my stuff up, and then I'll pick it up in my car because it's freezing in Minnesota. Yeah. But why couldn't they just deliver it, yeah. too? Yeah. And then your part about the apps is really great too because we're starting to see this and we've already talked to some cool companies that are doing some interesting things in the loyalty space yeah. for malls where, you know, by way of things like the Apple wallet mm-hmm. being like the way to pay for yep. a mall, like you could 
light up all these things through that type of philosophy. Yeah. Where you white label this, you know, technology, so to speak, for the mall. And there's just this way you pay and interact with the mall in general, which we've talked about a lot. So, yeah, I mean, I love it. I mean, to me, anything that breeds innovation from a point that is a pain point or a friction point for yeah. me makes sense. Like, I hate going to the mall mm-hmm. and carrying bags. Yeah. And it limits how many stores I can go to because you come to a point where you can't carry anymore. Mm-hmm. And so you have to go home. So I have to think if you get people to adopt this, it's going to be beneficial for yeah. all the retailers involved, yeah, right? for sure. And it seems like such, to your point, like, I think it seems like such a baseline thing that the malls could do to bring joy to the consumers. Like, you could it, it is possible to do this pretty simply, I would think, and, you know, help people out. Get people to your mall over another mall. I like how you said that, bringing joy to people at the mall. <laughs> it's kind of what we do here at, on the Fast Five podcast, and bring joy. Bringing joy? Yeah. There's, a, there's like, a, a holiday term for that. I can't remember of what it is. Like You know who I want? I want to get Anna Taylor joy on our podcast. I don't know who that is. She's the Queen's Gambit. You remember that oh, show? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Are you going to see that movie, Amsterdam? Uh, probably. I oh don't know Oh my God, it I'm going to but... watch it this week. Oh, we're getting- Oh yeah, this. with with uh, Brad Pitt. Everyone and their yeah. mom is in that movie. Yeah. I don't know if Brad Pitt's in that movie. But oh, anyway, there's like, there's like Robert De Niro's in that thing. Like, I don't know. It's so, what's the girl? Oh my God, we're going down rabbit hole. Yeah, Forget let's, it. Let's... Go check out Amsterdam. I'm going to watch it this let's weekend. We headline. can catch up. I'm let's looking go to headline it. number five. We'll bring five. it up again. Yeah, Margot Robbie. That's what I was thinking of. Okay, headline number five. McDonald's is testing a new drive-through concept in Texas, Chris. According to Restaurant Business, we're going to have to go back down to Dallas-Fort Worth area. I know, right? Everything's in Dallas. I, I told know. that to somebody yesterday. Uh, the centerpiece of the new McDonald's store concept is a conveyor system that delivers food to a mobile order ahead lane. The concept store also includes a pickup shelf for customers who want to come in and get their takeout orders, designated spaces in and out of the restaurant for delivery drivers, and self-order kiosks that accept both cash and credit. And of course, Chris, it still has... The old-fashioned, one-of-a-kind drive-through lane. Also, mm-hmm. um, Chris, what do you think about this new McDonald's? Are you going to be like hitting up the Golden Arches in textile now? Or what's what's going on? Well, for those wondering, before I answer that question, it's a David O. Russell movie, and it stars Christian Bale, not Christian Brad Bale, Pitt. Sorry, yeah. but so to answer your question, well, you know, and for this story, this story, I had a big aha this week. Okay, honestly, like. I think concepts like this are going to make more and more sense. We've talked about them a lot on the show already. Mm-hmm. And because many of these operations, particularly the quick serve restaurants, and I would lump grocers into this. This is why I thought your point in the beginning was right on, because they have to innovate. Macroeconomic yeah. challenges around staffing and wage inflation yeah. are so high right now that they're not going to leave outs for the business model, especially if you're trying to give people e-commerce-like options, which are more expensive. Yep. So companies like McDonald's and others need and have to make these concepts work. They aren't just flashing the pan ideas anymore mm-hmm. from the innovation teams that sit off the side and just play with yep. and experiment with stuff. Sorry for the for the S drop, loyal listeners. Cover yours, earmuffs. They're designed to have real operational benefits here. And I think that's important. So net net, I love it. Mm-hmm. And I hope we start to see more of it because I think consumers will gravitate to them over time. You just have to keep doing it. Yeah, I mean, I Ricardo Belmar posted on this and I was thinking the exact same thing too, but like I don't know about you, but have I've been surprised by how long the drive-through lane lines are. Like they've been Yeah. astronomical the no, last they're, they're couple insane. of years. Like there's no reason to there's me not. why like we need to make fast food fast again. Yeah. And this is the way to do it. Yep. You also need to be careful about, you know, margins in in these food environments and then I mean, look at we saw at Starbucks, we're seeing Taco Bell, we're yep. seeing now McDonald's 
the more automation I'm, I am convinced in this area, the better. Like the more you can put automation in and then focus on who's handing off the bags, who's like expo people who are yep. like getting the right things to the right people to make it a positive experience. I also don't think that, you know, we're seeing a lot of like, well, are you going to build a mobile first store or are you going to build a dine-in mm-hmm. store? Like McDonald's trying to make this decision. Like, I wonder if in the long run, like, do you have to do you have to do one or the other? No. Could you just have like a very small satellite yeah. in the parking lot that's doing the mobile orders? And then, you know, you have a separate, you know, I know McDonald's makes is an important part of communities places, too. So it makes sense to have the restaurant as well. But I don't know. I think this is just like we're going to see this blow up in the next year. Yeah, The hard question to answer your, your, your point that you're making there is really. The new store versus the retrofit always comes back to the retrofit solution, yeah. but you're not going to know that until you do the experimentation on the new builds, which is right. which is important. The other point I'd bring up here too, which gets back to aha, I think there's an important lesson on innovation here mm-hmm. and how organizations try to go about innovation. The wrong approach, and you and I are victims of this mm-hmm. from our days at Target, is having an innovation team. I kind of alluded to it yep. before, but having an innovation team, and they're just off doing experiments. Yep. And every experiment is great, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not. Mm-hmm. And the key is actually the right approach is to devote your innovation to the problems that you need to solve yep. and organizing your resources around them. So like we've talked about on the show, theft. How are you going to solve the theft problem? Yep. How are you going to solve rising wage rates? How are you going to solve staffing issues? You can get a hell of a lot of innovation that actually works in the long run when you devote your resources that way yeah. and you create tiger teams like that to solve those problems. So yep. that's my soapbox here to close out the show. Yeah, I agree, Chris. Great point. All right, let's move to the lightning round, Chris. Question number one for you. Yes. Which is larger? <laughs> okay, where's this going? The Memphis <laughs> Pyramid, which is home to Bass Pro Shop's largest store, hotel, indoor swamp. That's right. I said indoor swamp. And bowling alley or... Yeah. The Luxor Hotel, current home and future mausoleum of Carrot Top. Is that really true? He's going to be the future mausoleum of Carrot Top when he I dies? Mean, he's He's been at the Luxor for That's at least so... 20 years. I think he's just going to be buried in the top <laughs> oh, of the pyramid. Okay. That's so creepy if it's true. Um, uh, I have no idea, Anne. I have no idea. I'm going to go with the Luxor Hotel, but the, is, that, is that true? The Luxor Hotel is correct, but oh, only fantastic. by a few feet. I think it's like, the I think Bass Pro Shops, like the Memphis Pyramid is like 97 feet. And Which job is it to measure that? I don't know. It's insane. 97 feet. It's got to be more than that. I have no idea. Yards? All right. I don't know. All right. All right. Next one. Mark Laurie's new Kitchen on Wheels startup, Wonder, has reportedly cut back on staff and scaled back its operations after just recently receiving an astronomical valuation. No surprise there. But are you surprised, Dad? No, I'm not surprised <laughs> at all. I think that he should focus all of this time and energy on the Timberwolves because I went to a game last week and it was electric. Come on, bro. Yeah, but they focus on the team. But they ain't doing well. They're not having a good season well, so far. Well, that's what I mean. Very focus under, on the team. It can be so good. It can be so good. Yeah. And he's like an animal. It's hard not to enjoy an NBA game. It is. Too. It is. All right, Chris, question number three. Instacart just launched same-day delivery of Christmas trees and other holiday decor. Are you a real or artificial guy? Ooh, that's a good question. In more ways than one. I have no idea which way you're going to go, and I have no idea what you meant with that last statement either. But, oh, man, for me, I'm a big artificial guy, you know? And it's because it's pragmatism, man. It's all about pragmatism. I hate the fire risk with a real one, 
and the needles at the end of the season. Like it's it's terrible. I like, would like to I see. I would like somebody who's like spouse or partner is in insurance to call us. I want to see the side by side of like. Have you ever seen a Christmas tree go up in flames? I have, but it's but my argument is like, what about all the other stuff that the the like synthetic trees are made of? Like that would that's got to go up in flames fast too. Right? I don't think so. Not like no, not like. I mean, those videos are insane. All right, <laughs> question number four. This might be my favorite question of all time. Pantone recently announced its 2023 color of the year. I love it. Viva Magenta. Mm-hmm. And what is your favorite word to place Viva in front of? Oh, this was an easy one. Really? The answer is Viva Knievel. By far the best cover band on the planet. Based out of Minneapolis. Look them up online. If you are ever here, go see a Viva Knievel show. They bang. They bang. They bang. They bang. Well, this has been a banger podcast, to <laughs> say the least. All right, that wraps us up. Happy birthday today to Kim Basinger. Sinead O'Connor and the woman who I will never forget how much my jaw dropped the first time I saw her make a guest appearance on Night Court and the great Terry Hatcher. Oh my god, I forgot about oh, Night yeah. Court. Oh yeah, uh, god. Alright, and remember if you can only read or listen to one retail blog in the business, make it on me talk. Our Fast Five podcast is the quickest, fastest rundown of all the week's top news and our twice weekly newsletter tells you the top five things you need to know each day and also features special content exclusive to us and just for you. And we try really hard to make it all fit within the preview pane of your inbox. You can sign up today at www.omnitalk.blog. Thanks, as always, for listening in. Please remember to like and leave us a review wherever you happen to listen to your podcast or on YouTube. And so with all that, on behalf of all of us at Omnitalk, as always, be careful out there. The Omnitalk Fast Five is a Microsoft-sponsored podcast. Microsoft Cloud for Retail connects your customers, your people, and your data across the shopper journey, delivering personalized experiences and operational excellence. And is also brought to you in association with the A&M Consumer and Retail Group. The A&M Consumer and Retail Group is a management consulting firm that tackles the most complex challenges and advances its clients, people, and communities toward their maximum potential. CRG brings the experience, tools, and operator-like pragmatism to help retailers and consumer products companies be on the right side of disruption. And Takeoff. Takeoff is transforming grocery by empowering grocers to thrive online. The key is micro-fulfillment, small robotic fulfillment centers that can be leveraged at a hyper-local scale. Takeoff also offers a robust software suite so grocers can seamlessly integrate the robotic solution into their existing businesses. To learn more, visit Takeoff.com. And Sezzle. Sezzle is an innovative buy now, pay later solution that allows shoppers to split purchases into four industry payments over six weeks. To learn more, visit Sezzle.com. Finally, Silk. The Silk Cloud DB virtualization platform is a virtualization layer between your workloads and the cloud. Helps you scale your cloud without scaling your costs. Visit Silk.us to learn more.